celebrate the Black Friday sales event at Woodhouse Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Blair. Step into a new Jeep that you can count on. From the awarded new Grand Cherokee to the capable 2022 Jeep Compass, the Jeep lineup won't compromise on power, technology, or comfort. Delivering confidence and convenience for 29 years. Woodhouse Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Blair is your trusted auto partner. Visit us off Highway 30 in Blair or online at WoodhouseChryslerJeepDodge.com. So that was a hell of an episode. Yeah, sure was. Absolutely was. Zero, zero, 003. Right. Done. Holy shit. Yeah. Why don't you tell everybody what the hell we're doing here, though? Good point. Good point. Good call. Yeah. All right. So if you guys are listening, this is my beautiful wife, Katie Jean. Hello. And so Katie is the one. She's behind the cameras and... Um, helps with everything in the business. Yep. But um, she's behind the camera. She's the one that runs them, runs the sound, and I do all the editing. And um, kind of how this works is with our guests, we have them show up a couple of days before the podcast. So far, that's what we've done. That way, we really get to know them. We go out yeah. to dinner. Sometimes we film some other content. But really what it does is just it just gets everybody comfortable. It gets them comfortable with Katie because she's behind the cameras. Yeah. It gets them comfortable with me. A little because, whining and dining. Yeah, a little, you know, <laughs> a little foreplay before the magic happens. But um, get everybody cozy. Yeah. So, so anyways, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do this Sean and Katie debrief after every podcast, and from actually from this point forward, or from the next one forward. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we're going to do this right after yep. the show is as soon as we stop recording the podcast and they go on their way, then we're going to, that way it's, everything's fresh in our minds and we're going to debrief and whitewash the entire, uh, experience, what was going on behind the camera, what went on before the podcast and yeah. all the dirty little secrets. Oh, yeah. There's usually a lot. Well, you know, maybe not all of them. All right. But <laughs> anyway, so if you like that, go ahead and... If everybody likes this. If you like it. They may not like this whole thing. If you like it, well, fuck it. Give us then a like. We'll, we'll you know, keep go doing ahead it. and, you know, click that like button on YouTube <laughs> and, you know, leave a little comment saying... Nice comments. How beautiful my wife is. Oh, boy. But, um, okay, fine. You can say how good looking I look, too. All but, right, I like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, leave us a comment. Tell us if you like this or not, and uh, yeah, we'll continue to do it. And if you don't, we'll um, still continue to do it. I don't know. Maybe we'll <laughs> continue to do it. <laughs> but uh, so we just wrapped up, Don. Um, yeah, it's premiering tonight. Holy shit! I mean, yeah. What? him and Pam and his kids have been through. His kids are grown now, but mm -hmm. I mean, holy shit. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, thinking back, we saw Don, um, well, we saw him at our wedding, but then before that, we saw him when the incident happened. And th but then we saw him like two weeks 
before the accident? It was in December. Yeah, no, I rem he came, it was like right before, he brought us Christmas presents. Yeah. And um, I think he was the first one to actually step foot in the studio. And, yeah, uh, that's he right. Actually, we tried to film a fucking podcast then. He helped you hang the sign. Yep. We tried to film the podcast then, and it was I was just like, dude, this isn't working. No. But, which is funny, because when we did that, he was looking at my platoon plaques on the wall and saw that I was in Afghanistan, in Kandahar. Yeah, that's right. When he got blown up. Mm-hmm. And I was, and, and then he showed, and he written a book about it, which we didn't even talk about in the podcast, but he wrote a book, which CIA actually... Put the kibosh on? Uh, made him... Well, you know, you can't find the book anymore. <laughs> it's gone, but... <laughs> but um, Shady. But I remember seeing it. I was like, holy fuck, dude. Like, that happened right when I showed up. And um, I remember, like, touching, like digging around in the car and I was like, holy shit, like somebody walked out of this. And just so you know, like just the windows alone on those vehicles, the fucking glass is like an inch and a half thick or something. I mean, it's wow. like every time you open and close a car door, it's like fucking doing a bench press. Wow. With one arm, <laughs> which is why I'm so fucking buff. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> But no, I mean, and then for us to put that together and we we're at the same place at the same time and I didn't, I had no idea agency was even there, didn't know yeah. who Dom was, didn't meet him that trip, you know, and that was like a very small, I mean, it's smaller than this fucking town Leaper's Fork. I know. You know what I mean? Like way smaller. And I've heard you like, just from overhearing you with like other guys that have come through, um even not on the podcast, but just like, you know, coming by our house, um, that it seems that that's like an ongoing thing. Like you guys have crossed paths, yeah. you know, and, or you're just like, you know, an hour short of each other. It's like weird. Well, shit, look at Glover. Yeah. You know what I mean? Glover knew, fucking met Gabe. I know. Right after Red Wing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, and, um, for those of you who don't know, Gabe is uh, was my best friend, and he died recently. But um, Glover was there, on, right? On like when Gabe got back from the fucking recovery mission. But um, yeah, it's crazy. It like, is. It's, this has happened so many times. But but anyways, back to Don. Yeah. I mean, holy shit! You know, like what he has been through in the fucking. Yeah. In so many dis different aspects. I mean, like, the health, the fucking yep. having your name smeared like that. I yeah. Mean, the stress that they've the all been through. The stress from being prosecuted. Like, he's going to be prosecuted and they're want to put him away for like 20 fucking years or some shit. Man, it's, it's crazy. It really is. To hear their story, to hear Pam's side of the story and... And being there, being yeah. there when, together, when everything was going down, I mean, it's amazing. It, first of all, it's amazing that, and a blessing that Don is still alive. Yeah. I have never met anyone that has been shot in the head and is here to live about it and tell their story. Yeah. And um, 
that right there is just a huge blessing. So, um, you know, thank God he's alive. But to see what they've been through and to see how he does struggle. I mean, going from when he was last here, you know, like before the accident, and um, we all went out to, like, get candy one night, you know, and then to have him here and he can't taste anything now and yeah, he's I got migraines. About that shit. Yeah. You know, we went out to dinner almost every night and we go to the restaurant and it's like the only thing he gives a shit about is if something's spicy. And then I think you asked him, like, um, what's the deal with the yeah. spice? And and he was like, man, like, I can't fucking taste anything anymore. Ever since I've been shot in the head, my yep. taste is, like, gone. He's yeah. like, shit I used to like actually tastes like shit now or he can't taste anything at all. And so the only thing he can get is, like, that sensation of, like, his fucking tongue burning. Yeah. Or the sweets. And we narrowed it down. His candy of choice is strawberry Twizzlers. So we got, like, a boatload of those one night. Well, and, I ate all those. Oh, well, yeah, but when you decided to share with him, Poor he God. did. He was able to taste it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, to see him and, and how many takes it took to do the podcast. Well, I mean, shit, even when we went out to dinner, every time we left the house, he got mm -hmm. dizzy, and we'd have to sit down and take a break. Yep. Which is really fucking weird for me to see. You know, yeah. I mean, the Don I know, I'm in deep shit out in the middle of fucking Kabul, Afghanistan, and he's racing out to the scene, like, ready to die for me. And now, and that wasn't even that fucking long ago, you know? It mm -hmm. was not even that long ago. And to see wow. him now where it's like, man, I got to sit down, dude. Like, I'm, I got fucking vertigo real bad. And, or like, my, like all of a sudden I got that, this migraine and it just like sucks to yeah. fucking see that, you know? And, but he's still in there, you know? He's, he is. I mean, he's the same Don. He's yeah. sharp as fucking, sharp as a knife. I mean, he hasn't. It's none of these things are permanent, at least. You know what I mean? Like right. he's he's still the same Don. He just isn't the same Don for you know, twenty four hours straight. Yeah. He's gotta take breaks now and um and that sucks. And I know how I mean, I don't know, but I can see the fucking frustration in his face when yeah. it's happening. It, like it's demoralized him. Yeah. And, and that's what was happening when we were trying to film it, you know, the first couple times and he Three was, times. Yeah, he was getting really upset with himself. Yeah. So, but we were able to finally get it, and, and it was great. It was a great podcast. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's been wanting to get that story out for a real long time. Yeah. And. His relief after the fact. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's been wanting to do this for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And he didn't know if it was the right thing, and, and. You know, he wasn't, he didn't want to go out. And, and I was like, hey, man, whatever, like, you want to do. We were going to make a documentary. Yeah. And uh, Which you isn't. still might at some point, maybe. Yeah, you know, we'll see. Like, that, that would be um, pretty cool. Yeah. But, yeah, three takes. Took three takes. Mm -hmm. I mean, you remember when we were talking about when he was at Air Force? And yeah. one of the... One of the ones previous we were doing, we were trying to get through his military career and he just couldn't focus. And one minute he's talking about, 
how he was a SEER instructor (laughs) in the Air Force and stripping people down naked and putting them in a fucking cage in the freezing cold into the fucking river up in Vermont or wherever the hell it's at, Washington actually I think it is, and 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 the next thing you know he's talking about his dad being a mechanic. Yeah. And I it went felt like way off. Way yeah. out there. And I I felt like such a fucking dickhead, but it was like, dude, Don, I hate to say this, but like nobody and I I'm sure your dad was awesome right. guy. A good you know mechanic. What I mean? And a great mechanic, but nobody gives a shit. Like, you're here to tell your story. Yeah. Let's stick to it. Otherwise, if this thing gets to be five hours long, nobody's going to listen. And but to see the frustration on I him, I know. It just it like sucked. And then, and then the headaches would kick in, and the dizziness would kick mm-hmm. in, and we'd have to call it. And um, and then round three though. Yeah, that was a hit. Me and you made a game time decision. Like, hey, fuck it. Like, no childhood. No military career. Cut right to it. The majority of his career was CIA anyways. And the real reason he's here is he wants to get his story heard. That out. And I think it's gonna be very well received. Yeah, me too. And I wish I kinda wish the cameras were still rolling at the end because to see you guys like hug it out at the end and to feel like the emotion in the room, that was that was really cool. You oh know? man! That... And he was so relieved and just happy to have his story finally heard. You know, just the fact that he slept that long. I know. That night. Sleepyhead Dawn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, I mean the. I mean, you know, I have fucking problems sleeping. Yeah, uh, you do. And so does pretty much all of my friends. Mm-hmm. And um, but to see him, and we wake up at the ass crack of dawn, mm-hmm. and there's fucking Don every morning, like wide awake. He started the coffee. Just because he can't. No, yeah, yeah, every morning. Yeah. Because he can't fucking sleep, and then at the day after the podcast. We have breakfast. We're like, uh. Have some coffee. <laughs> it's like 9.30 in the morning, and it's like, is this motherfucker going to get up? Or like, <laughs> what? what the fuck? Like, it's a weekday. Yeah. I got shit to do. And, uh, but he, that's not a coincidence. No, no. Know? And then to see him, I mean, he literally broke down. Yeah. As soon as, like, the record button hit got hit for the I second know. time and it, everything was offline. I mean, incredible. Yeah. Know? And um, and actually, when I was doing the edit on the very last portion, you can mm-hmm. hear him breathing and he goes. <sighs> really? Yeah. And I tried to like keep that in there. I tried to yeah. keep the camera rolling long enough to or keep the edit long enough to right. where you could get that in there. And I, I think I did, but I mean, you can see it. You can, yeah. you can see his mouth open and like take that gasp and like that, it's like that fucking relief all went out in one breath because then you hit record on the cameras, the sound, everything's off and he couldn't hold it in any longer. Man. You know, he broke down, gave us that 
big hug and was just like, man, I just can't yeah. thank you guys enough. And um, That was really cool. Yeah. I mean, that alone made the whole experience like that much better. I mean, just to oh, absolutely. know that he was able to feel that because that's a, I mean. And to see him sleep so long the next day. Yeah. But it was all relief. Yeah. And, uh, and I hope he gets what, you know, he wants out of the podcast. They have that GoFundMe going, but, um. Well, and just from this morning alone, when you released the audio part of the podcast, we've been getting emails, um, you know, sent to operations that people are hearing a story and on iTunes and they're already reaching out to us saying like, how can we help Don? How can, you know, what can we do? So that right there is, is huge. And with tonight's premiere, I mean, I'm sure more people hopefully are going to be reaching out and seeing what they can do. They're going to reach out. Yeah. And, um, I just hope more stories are going to come out about that police department, you know, and, um, it's well, scary. It's scary to hear that, you know. I hope more stories don't come out because of what's going on. Mm. But um, a lot of stuff has already surfaced. You yeah. Know? And, um, it, um, I, you know, I just hope that this reaches, or not this, but the episode 003 with Headshot Don, like, mm -hmm. I hope that goes to, I hope that gets in front of, the eyes that it needs to get in front of and yeah. somebody with some real fucking authority some pull. who actually gives a shit um sees that and it's like i need to fucking st i can make a difference yeah i can get a hold of him and fucking make a difference and that'd be you know, huge. nobody should have to go through that shit no i know and it, know? it makes you realize like how many people are going through it and you know i mean yeah how many people are in the system right now. Yeah. Because of incompetence. Mm hmm. I mean, it's a real shame. It's fucking sad. Yeah. As fuck to think about. And uh, especially, you know, to somebody like him. I, I mean, know. In, in this restraint that he has. Like, the fact that nobody got shot after they fucking blew his car up is amazing. Yeah. And the fact that nobody got shot when he came to my aid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't say things would have been the same if that would have been me. Right. That I was the Red Sneaker story, correct? That was the Red Sneaker story, which okay. we made into a fucking joke, but yeah. it wasn't a fucking joke. I, yeah, I you know? could imagine. And um, that's just kind of how we deal with shit. We just blow it off. But anyways, I hope somebody or something too. comes of that. Yeah, I do too. But... So who's next? I don't know. You know, we we got a big list going. We do so have you kind of already know who's in the uh, on the list. But, I know, but I don't know who. We don't have anybody scheduled. We wanted to see how these three went first, and right. And um, I guess it's time to start reaching out to some people. But can I just say though, I really want Mike Ritland. You want Mike Ritland. I want Mike because. I've never met him. I think it'd be cool to meet him. But really, selfishly, I just want to see if he can teach Griffin how to sit. The damn dog doesn't know how to do anything except eat his own shit. But 
if we could teach Griffin or if Mike could teach Griffin how to sit, it would be mind blowing. <laughs> of all the things yes. you could teach Griffin, <laughs> our 77 year old dog, yeah. in dog years, you want to teach him how to sit. I, just, I don't even, I don't even care. It's been so long he can't sit, but if to see Mike teach him how to sit, if he could actually do it, it would be amazing, really. He'd be like full-blown dog whisperer. I'd rather see him teach Griffin how to not eat his own <laughs> shit so much. But that's just... I mean, he's great at cleaning up the backyard, though. There's no he doubt is. about that. He's totally organic. All... He's a green dog. All of the land is completely <laughs> He just clean. recycles and recycles and recycles. <laughs> God bless him. How many times do you think he's I don't know. You've asked me that numerous times, and I, I don't have an answer for you. Well, it, I would be curious. One day you just might find out, but... I, I want to have Mike on, too. Mike, if right? you're listening to this, please teach our dog Griffin <laughs> to quit eating his own rookie-doo. Oh, man. Not my proudest moment of being Griffin's mom, but yeah. yeah. We got a lot of good requests, too, though. Now, we some do. Of, you know, but I'm, and I think you are the same way, but I'm not really looking for the guy with the biggest fucking Instagram following. I Actually, to be honest, I could give two shits about that. I know. That, you and... tend to go the opposite. Well, you know, that's what everybody does. They yeah. get the fucking, it's like, oh, so-and-so's got fucking 250,000 Instagram followers. Who gives a shit? What's right. his story? And has his story been told 50,000 fucking times on the podcast circuit? Probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in a lot of times, it's the same exact story. And it's like, you know, yeah. if, if you're not going to come here and open up, then I don't fucking have a place for you. Yeah, I know. You know? I know you feel and, that way. And the other thing is, and I'm one of them, you know, I've been on the podcast circuit and um, let's get some fucking new blood in here. You yeah. Know? Like, look at Kennedy. I know. That dude came out of nowhere. I, I know. We didn't even know him. No. It was a reference. He had called because Jeff Reed had yep. referred us and he had just called to get like some, like no shit, just some tips on, hey, I'm starting a business. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well... I don't usually talk to people about this, but here's what I would do. And uh, and sure as shit, six months later, he's sitting in that fucking chair like we're best friends. I know. And, uh, and it's cool to see like where he's headed now. And we've sent him a boatload of training, like tips and inquiries and all that. I mean, and they're actually panning out, you know, the people that have emailed us and I'm like, nope, go right to Travis. And uh, they're actually doing it they're yeah. linking up which is great that's awesome it's so awesome and he's current you know he's right. more current than yeah. i am he's fresh out and i mean i haven't been out that long but you know yeah, but whatever you know it's it's awesome yeah like to see his business turning he's at a turning point right now and he it's is really really fucking cool to see but i yeah. like guys like that that they're new to the game they're fresh out they're kind of mm -hmm. looking for maybe a little bit of exposure, but um, 
Well, your friend that you had just mentioned too. I know well, you want to get him out. Callie Mayoral. Yeah. We so Callie was at SEAL Team Three. We went through buds together. And let me just uh, nobody knows Callie no. outside of you know the SEAL community and uh, you know and his family and friends, but. I mean, he doesn't have like a big social media presence, but I'll tell you what, the guy's one of the baddest motherfuckers walking this planet. I can tell you that right now. I remember you told me some stories. Dude, his time in the fucking SEAL teams is like, his story is amazing and heartbreaking. Yeah. And, and then fast forward when he gets out and his transition into civilian life, I mean, that shit is darker than mine. Yeah. And mine got pretty fucking dark. Yeah. I um, mean, and his is is darker. I mean, and I don't want to say anything because I don't know what he wants to wants open to share, up about, right? Or if he's even going to come on. But you know, I that's what I'm talking about because that's what gives other people inspiration. Yeah, and hope. And whatever he's got going on when he comes here, you know, will if he comes here, then it will be to his benefit. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? I'm not... Oh, for sure. We're not looking to ride anybody's fucking coattail on the following train. By I know. any means. Yeah. And, um, and we want fresh material from real fucking people. Yeah. But, you know, I'd like to get a Nashville firefighter on. Yeah, that would be cool. We get a lot of emails from firefighters, policemen, but... Um, but yeah, that would be really, that'd be great. I would love to get a firefighter on who's done something. I mean, I know all of them do mm-hmm. um, go way above and beyond, but I would love to get, like, who's the baddest motherfucking firefighter in the Nashville area? Or yeah. actually anywhere. Yeah. You know, and uh, I'm just saying Nashville because we're pretty much in Nashville. Right. But um, so it'd be kind of cool to get like a local hero um, but that would really, that would but like be very not tied to September 11th or are you looking for like for no, something more? I mean, more... they could be tied to September 11th, right. but, um, you know, there's so much attention on September 11th and I am not taking away from that at all. Right. I mean, obviously it changed all of our lives, but there are, you know, it's been, it's been almost 20 years since September 11th. Like, and there's new blood out there who have guys who have done magnificent fucking things yeah. and saved shit tons of lives. And I'd love to get somebody like that on here. That would know? be great. Well, this is a good way to start the buzz. Yeah, so if you're a firefighter in Nashville and you know who the baddest motherfucking firefighter is in Nashville or anywhere else, shoot us an email. Tell us you know, a brief summary about yep. who it is. and Or an article link or anything. We'll try to get them on. Yeah. You know, and you know who else I want? Who's that? I want to get. <laughs> ah. I want to get Ray Davis. The new book. Well, this isn't really a new book. But well, Ray Davis. We just got it. So, yeah. So I haven't read it yet because I don't. I'm a slow reader, and uh, I already read the real reports. But um, Ray Davis. Ray Davis. Yeah, CIA contractor. Killed a couple of guys in Pakistan, got rolled up, went to jail. That's what the book's about? Yeah. All right. And uh, that's when I was, that was huge news all over the fucking, it was world news. I wow. mean, Pakistan had fucking 
put in prison a C an American CIA guy. And Oh, I remember you and Don were just talking about yeah, this guy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Ray yeah. put me through training. I have no idea how the hell to get a hold of him. We don't keep in contact. I haven't talked to him in probably fucking 10 years, but I want to get that dude on the podcast. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe we can get him by episode 007. Ooh. But, that'd be good. But, um, I mean, he made it out of prison. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he's got a hell of a story. And I not, bet. I don't think he even has a fucking Instagram. Nice. You know, so. I didn't even know that could be possible. Yeah, believe, but yeah, believe it or not, there are actually <laughs> interesting people in the world that don't have a fucking IG account. Would you believe that? Right? You know, guess what? There's more to life than the fucking social media world. But Shocking. Well, not that shocking. <laughs> but do you think we should start taking call-ins on this? On this show? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, depending if people tonight like the show. Yeah. They might say, scratch this whole They're idea. Like, hey, fucking scrap that yeah, shit. Yeah, this is boring as hell. Yeah. Nobody cares. But if they do care, yeah, hell yeah, we'd take some phone calls. Who, I'm all for it. Who are we going to have, like a random-ass neighbor? We could have the random-ass neighbor. I'd like to call my mom. Have my mom call in, you know? My mother-in-law? Yeah, your mother-in-law. <laughs> you want? Lizzie. <laughs> You want Liz, my mother-in-law, to call in? Yeah, get her on the line. That could be like a five-hour-long podcast. It could be, but it'd be, it would be very entertaining. My mother-in-law loves, <laughs> absolutely loves to talk. Yes, she does. And she's good at it. Damn good at it. She intimidates the living shit out of me. I don't know if we can have her call in. I'm sure people would really like to see that. Though. I'd rather have... Well, like, maybe my mom. I would love to have your mom call in. My mom, well, that would be like a two-second conversation. <laughs> no, it my wouldn't. mom doesn't talk. She's like Your me. mom's got some stories. Yeah, but you got to do it Some good stories. We'll get it out. Well, whatever. But yes, I would like to take calls on this show. If everybody. my mother-in-law and I my know. mom, by the way. You're making that perfectly clear, babe. All right. But... Yeah, okay. I'd like to get some phone calls on here. I just don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> you won't. If you do, then we'll know by later tonight. All right, well, I feel like I'm already in a little bit of trouble after Christmas, but... Oh, boy, well, that's another happens. story. Yeah, well, we won't get So let's talk about flannels, then. Flannels are coming back Flannels soon. are coming back. We are working our butts off. And, uh, I'm not working my butt. You're working. Well, your I'm butt working off. my butt off on yeah. getting flannels up and going. Some hats, some new hat designs. So, yeah. What's the new hat design? I can't tell you about that. Yeah, you can. <laughs> it's a black hat with a white V. All right. Come on. And a white flag. I think it looks badass. Oh, are there, is there a mock-up? Uh, yes, there is. It's All right, in your well, inbox. in that case, one, I'm hungry. Two, you're out of wine. I am about out of wine. Yeah. And three, I want oh. to see this new hat design. By the way, though, like whoever gave you the shout out about like the Publix wine, somebody wrote you on Instagram about like Publix wine being back in stock. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, but they must have bought like all the Publix yeah, wine. Yeah, hey, thanks, asshole. <laughs> 
Like somebody fucking sent me a picture like, hey, the public <laughs> wine is back because I think it's seasonal or something. Right. And then we go right there and all the fucking public's wine gone. is gone. Like, like the, the, the section's thing. there, but there's no fucking public wine. And I'm... they tag the fucking Publix that we go to yeah. so we know it was... That's that was cool. messed up. I mean, I, mean, I don't even drink, but wine. I feel bad. But, all right, well... All right, we'll wrap it I'm up. I'm hungry and thirsty. And, okay. And... Uh, I want to see this hat design. So if you guys like this, give yes. us a like, leave us a review. Some nice on, comments. Yeah, some nice comments. Tell my wife how beautiful she looks. Oh, and boy. Tell me to get my ass back in the gym. But, <laughs> and uh, give us a podcast recommendation. And if they want to see more. Oh, especially who? What were you going to say? See more what? If they want to see more of the debrief. Oh, what were you going to say? Oh, nothing. All right. My mind was in, you know, okay. was in the gutter. Let's but. wrap it up. <laughs> okay. But, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. We'll do this after every episode. And if yep. you don't like it, then we'll do it twice after every episode. Why not? Just kidding. But, all right. We'll see you guys soon. Good night. Celebrate the Black Friday sales event at Woodhouse Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Blair. Step into a new Jeep that you can count on. From the awarded new Grand Cherokee to the capable 2022 Jeep Compass, the Jeep lineup won't compromise on power, technology, or comfort. Delivering confidence and convenience for 29 years. Woodhouse Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Blair is your trusted auto partner. Visit us off Highway 30 in Blair or online at WoodhouseChryslerJeepDodge.com. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.